Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So here's the thing. Yesterday, we recorded the podcast all about technological cock-ups at work it was great it was very funny we're all in good spirits and then one of us who will remain nameless of course managed to have a bit of a technological mishap of their own and delete all the audio files so i'm afraid there isn't any podcast however we did notice that this would have been our 21st episode so what we've done this morning, he's gone through and picked out some of the bits that have tickled us most over the weeks and months. So I do hope you enjoy listening and raise a glass to our 21st birthday celebrations. Kind of, sort of, <laughs> if it works. So this podcast is all about us trying to create like a virtual support group for all the people out there who are dealing with all of the shenanigans, the malarkey, the mingers. <laughs> I'm obsessed with mingers and I'm going to start with mingers. Yeah. Right, because, okay. listen to this though, okay, Claire. Go for right, it. Go for it. so I was going through we at work the other day, right? Is that too much information? Well, no, we all we. Okay, go for it. Anyway, and also, I do you ever find this where you go to the loo at work and you want to make sure the toilets are totally empty before you wee? Yeah, it's a funny thing that, isn't it? In like case you put sound, yes. <laughs> In case you relax into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't go for a wee if anyone else is there. Or I'll flush the chain and have the wee while the chain's flushing to cover the noise. Do you know what I do? Uh, if so when you know you've had your you've been in the toilet and you're out washing your hands, hopefully everyone washes their hands. Yeah, of course. Um I always put the dryer on for people uh, so that they don't feel uncomfortable. Do you? So they can yeah, go for it, wee in peace. Go for it. Well not peace because the dryer's blown, but you know. Yeah. You might make them feel uncomfortable because they might think, oh my God, she knows I'm having a number two. Nah, no. They'd not be thinking about that at that point. They'd be just going for it. (laughs) As soon as that dryer starts, they'll be doing it. (laughs) I know, knowing my look, it'll be... The dryer will be covering the straining and then when the actual (laughs) happens, the dryer will finish. That's just, yeah, (laughs) Steph. Anyway, so I was having a wee at work the other day. Okay. And on the door of the toilet was a note to the person who wipes their snot on the wall and then in capital letters please stop it's horrible for your colleagues who see it and it's unpleasant for the cleaners happy to discuss and then they put their name happy to discuss Uh, that's disgusting 
Who oh. wipes their snots on the... And also, I've got a lot of questions here. You're sat next to a toilet, right? Yeah. No, you're sat on the toilet. <laughs> well, you're, there's two ones. Some, right. some bathrooms have two toilets in. <laughs> Do they? In the same cubicle, yeah. In your Not in work. Not in work. In bars, really. You've been to bars where they've got two toilets yeah, in the yeah. same cubicle? Yeah. I'm sure there is, yeah. Unless I was really drunk. <laughs> so it's not double vision. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And did you go to the toilet while someone else did? No, I just went by myself. But Is that so girls who go to the little chat, yeah. nights out? Yeah. Oh. Help each other out, yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. No. Anyway, so I was sat on the toilet. First mm-hmm. of all, if you're sitting on the loo, you're next to toilet roll, why not just wipe it on the toilet yeah, totally. roll? Or blow your nose. Yeah. So who sits on the toilet and goes, like, my nose is running or I've got a few snots, I'm just going to, oh, actually, that's making this feel sick. <laughs> also, how often has it had to happen for someone to actually bother to write a note about it? Yeah, that's disgusting. It's minging. And what does this person who's written this note want to discuss? If they're happy to discuss, what are they going <laughs> to discuss? What, I wonder what they're going to help. So I tweeted about this because... First of all, I couldn't stop laughing at this note because I just thought, how funny it's is this? Too, yeah. And how common is this is what I was wondering. I got 102 no, tweets from people who'd all said similar things happened in their workplace. So listen to this, right? Kirsty said, we had that where I used to work. Disgusting. So I sent a mail to all the ladies saying the same and it stopped. And Gillian said as well, we used to have a similar problem in our office, but it must have been a flicker. Because there was a large variance in the bogey placement. So someone sat there on the loo, picking the nose and then flicking it. How long are people in the toilets for? I was telling my mate about this, a bloke, and he was saying to me it happened in the male toilets where he worked, right? So the head of HR put a circle round all of the bogeys <laughs> and numbered them and then sent an email round saying, no more. <laughs> and it that stopped. So that's the thing, isn't it? So anything that goes on in a, in a in a toilet, like a bathroom or anything, there's a there's something circulated, isn't there? To kind of go, you know what? I'm going to shame you. I'm going to embarrass you. But then don't you start looking at everyone? Yes, and looking at the nose. Yeah, and going, who is it? And then going, I've noticed so and so. It was a bit of a picker because oh, you must have seen people yeah, in the office totally, who pick. Yeah, yeah. Some people forget they're so engrossed, aren't they, in work? If they're working, they're less likely to be the culprit, though, aren't they? If yeah. they've already picked away, they've got a clean bill of yeah, health. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Mm. What if someone's got like a little, I don't know, like a... The, yeah, they don't realise they're doing it. In an office once, I knocked a colleague's pen on the floor by accident. When ordered to pick it up, I refused. So he came to my desk and threw one of my pens on the floor... We never spoke to each other again, and both pens stayed on the floor for six months. That's brilliant! <laughs> Over a pen! Do you reckon Six that was... months? Yeah. Where was this? Does it say what it was? It's an office? Yeah, it was in an office. But isn't that brilliant? Because first of all, if someone accidentally knocked your pen on the floor, you wouldn't kick off, would you? No, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, but you would pick it up, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's a good point. But if someone ordered you to pick it up, would you pick it up? Oh, no, that's the point where you... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I probably would, but actually, that's really rude. It is, That would annoy you, and it would go... How come nobody else in the office just picked up the pens lying on the floor? Yeah, because um, it's a statement. They were statement pens. Well, everyone else in the office imagine is just though, like, well, I'm not imagine, stepping around a bloody pen exactly, for six months. Imagine you're sitting there just typing away, and you just hear these two going, you pick it up, no, you pick it up. Imagine being the person who goes over to the desk, picks up their pen and throws it on the floor. I bet there was tension before that. 
Oh, do you? Yeah, two right. Do you think there's a backstory? I do, yeah. If oh, can we get in touch? Can we get in touch? Yeah, I'm I'll message touch. this person and ask them. What's going on upstairs? I don't know. It's them pen pushers. They're raging, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they're now throwing chairs. <laughs> They've developed. I reckon there's back history, defo. People Definitely. can get really annoyed dead easily De- at work. But that happens at work and people do get irritated, don't you? And then it just blows up. I bet they've done it before. Oh, I bet that's not been the first time and I bet this has been offended. the final push. Yep. You pick it up. I'm not picking it up. Uh, you pick it No, I'm you pick it up. it up. Exactly. You pick it up. You pick it up. You pick it Birdie. up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like okay, that. so they're going to arbitration, these two. Yep. What do you say? Sort it out. Is that it? Guys, well, we? Yeah. Easy as that. Get it sorted. Imagine. You know, I, I think you'd have to do a countdown and they'd each have to pick the other person's pen up. Yeah. Let the showdown. Pick showdown. up the pens. I wonder yeah. if Athena hoovered around their pens. Do you reckon it became like a crime scene and there was a big circle around it and... That would have been amazing. I would speak. I would just be like, speak to each other and pick up the pen. Or don't speak to each other, but pick up the pens and just move on. There are so many things that happen in the workplace, though, that lead to these ridiculous arguments. Yeah. I was having a particularly tricky day at work and my boss was really annoying me. I was chatting to one of my colleagues sitting opposite me about how awful she was. Then the boss goes over. You already know the story. No, is that just a gasp you do? Rick? A gasp. <laughs> Sorry, that was like. <gasps> What's no. going to happen next? Yes. Then the boss goes over to my colleague's desk, barking at her. So I wrote a supportive message to send to my friend, which said, "Tell Grotbags to go and f herself, basically." But accidentally, I sent it to my boss, and not to the friend. I ran straight away in to see my boss to tell her it wasn't for her but the damage was done the damage has been done what do you do <gasps> what, what do you do, do? Bags as well grot bags is a rubbish insult can I just say grot I, bags that's a good one What a grot gr- like a green witch from who used to scare you when you were a kid I think that's quite a good one uh, yeah you, you don't want to be called anything as a boss though do you Grot bags isn't exactly isn't exactly complimentary is it it's not complimentary but there are worse things that T word that she was on about last time oh yeah what, so you think it would have been worse if it said, tell the twat to go and... Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> See, I think Grotbags is just as bad. It's not exactly complimentary, is it? No, but it's something you'd call somebody in the playground. Yeah, calling your boss anything is... is it risky. is. Anyway, back to the main point. It's risky, isn't it? So, what would you do in this situation? You've just called your boss an unsavoury name... The boss has seen the email. Well, we assume the boss has seen the email. What would you do, Claire? Damage has been done. Would you go in and apologise? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Oh, God, yeah. Would you? I mean, can I just clarify that I wouldn't send such an email in the first place? What? So you've never sent a message to your mates lagging off your boss? No. No way. No. Or anybody. You've never sent a message to someone you know. Certainly not an email, no. Ah, so you do it in a more devious way. Well, I wouldn't, but yes, there would. Yeah, there would be other ways to to do it. Yeah, because I've told people do talk sorry. as well. Sorry, Steph. Go on. No, go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you do, right? If so, you've decided not to go and confront the boss, right. and then the boss comes over to you. What do you do? Do you do you like apologise? Do you pretend? I would just pretend and say, "Oh God, did you get that email as well?" <laughs> What, as if everyone in the office sent it? Yeah, uh-huh. That's a good chunk, that. I like that. 
That's quick thinking. Yeah. Thanks. She, I know, see, so she... And it when, I mean, it's gaslighting, though, isn't it? You lodge that doubt in the boss's mind. Yeah, because also, what we know about Claire is she goes around making out as if she's this lovely person. But underneath. Underneath. <gasps> Don't say that. Can I just say I would never send that email in the first place? You have, you have. But I haven't? No, but you have in this situation. You have oh, right, it. in the pretend. I was like, I haven't. I really haven't. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. Look, I've even got my hands up for those who can't see through the, you know. Through the what? Through the microphone. <laughs> through the podcast screen. I've actually, I'm protesting. I have not done this. But can I just also say that our emails are checked as well. What our, do you mean? our emails are monitored. For what? You can be checked for anything. For grot bag references. Yeah. So what? Oh, any swearing or anything, yeah, it gets, picked, it gets picked up by the ICT departments. So what happens if I send you an abusive message? I get pulled in. Do you? Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. And then what, monitored. would you get in trouble for the well, message? Well, no, because if, if, I, if I responded to you, then I'm acknowledging that email. So That'll explain why you never reply to my emails. <laughs> I never get them. <laughs> oh, we're both working from home in separate rooms, taking turns to make a cuppa. I've made three, he's made one, but he did get up earlier than me to take the dog out, so I probably shouldn't complain. So it's a really lovely, nice tweet. Anyway, clearly a partner's then just replied and written you made two <laughs> so just totally <laughs> correct that's brilliant this is exactly what we've been discussing here my wife drinks literally about 15 cups of tea a day i'm not going to be making half the cups of tea to keep it a parity there <laughs> and yet i'm getting the bloody stink eye when she's walking to the kettle like she's just put one out and she's looking to me to make the next bloody cup of tea <laughs> What's a stink eye? I think it's just a dirty look, isn't it? Oh, right. So I'm going to try the stink eye on you. Hang on. So I've made five brews and you've not made any, Steph. Okay. So here you go. I'm, I'm on the way to the kettle. I walk past you. That looks like you're giving me sexy eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, sorry, I'm hiding my face. That's hilarious. <laughs> what tips would you have then for people who are working from home with their partner or their pet or children claire i'm gonna give jeff one start making more cups of tea for your wife fair enough fair enough i will i will will. (laughs) jeff remove the wood from your own eye or whatever it is before you start what you know the saying right right no claire always gives really practical advice like brush your teeth or you know make your wife cups of tea yours is like lay your mat straight or take the wood out of your eye like what the are you wanting about (laughs) Have you ever been out? The point I'm trying to make is stop assuming that it's everyone else's fault but your own. So take stock of yourself before you start going on social media and slagging off your wife, slagging off your kids and thinking you're all that when actually you're just a dick. So there. Right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I think you should just say that people just need to adapt. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Claire. I've had a a point where I was handing out awards on the stage and loads of mad things have happened. One was a girl had clearly been dared by her team to like cartwheel across the stage. (laughs) But she was hammered. So she did a cartwheel in a dress and fell off the back of the stage. (laughs) Oh, no. Literally, I had to pick her up off the floor and get up. And you could see like... Rather than laughing, there was just like a gasp and people were mortified. I bet some people were secretly loving that. But the thing is, she was totally fine because she was hammered and she offered to do it again. 
So you fell off the stage because you were dancing too vigorously. So, uh, nah, <laughs> that definitely wasn't the case. The big stage I fell off was, I think we were in Germany or somewhere. It was a proper arena and we were drilling. So it meant that you were doing your steps over and over again and, and it was like practicing. <laughs> I thought you meant like doing a bit of DIY. No, I know it's called drilling. It's like repeating your steps over and over again. And so there's it's no like audience. Practicing. So there's no audience at this point. And so I was to the left of the set in front. And I just thought, do you know what? The dance captain hasn't seen us. Therefore, she hasn't asked us to get up. The what? The dance captain. He's a dance captain. Yeah, so oh, this was it. the, yeah. So I kind of was like having a bit of crack and I was shuffling backwards and I just thought it was great that she couldn't see me. And then I went too far and I fell off this massive arena stage. <gasps> but I got lucky because in these sort of arenas, they've got those massive, big, thick velvet curtains and it happened to be bunched up at the side of the stage and I fell on top of the curtain so I was saved yeah so everyone popped up their heads over the edge of the stage just looking over like this Jack. and you were legs akimbo on this big yeah, velvety yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. quite embarrassing yeah, it's such a so then she knew it. that I wasn't obviously on stage so when you oh, were dancing for a living yeah. what, was, what was it like going out with a bunch of dancers yeah well that would lead us into the second story it's we well go on then <laughs> I think because you work so hard, you travel and you're away from home quite a lot. The natural thing to do is to either go down to the hotel bar or go out. And this time I think I was in Taiwan. There was a stage and I'd had quite a bit to drink and we're all having a really good night. You know, so like we're, hang on, we're, we're, we're set the scene. Like we're, are, we in a, are we in a bar? We're in a bar we? and there was a, a much smaller stage and I mean like very small I got on the stage, I had a really good night, I was a bit leery, and I started singing <laughs> Newcastle United songs, right? Well, when in Taiwan, you know? <laughs> exactly, I was going home, I, I felt the mood, and I was, it was the give end. Us, go on, go on, oh. give us a give rendition. Us a, yeah. N and an A and a W C and an A and an S and a T L E and a U and an N and an I T D. Newcastle United, and then I think probably at the FC bit, I fell off the, that small stage. <laughs> And I um, tore all my ligaments. <gasps> yeah. Did you? And I had to be. It's mo- I'm mortified actually. The more I think about it. I'm like Claire, come on, and we were walking in, and you just were like shaking your head, and I was like Claire, come on, and I thought, oh God, maybe she's just gone all shy or something. It's been aloof. Yeah, <laughs> been aloof, and so I go over, and I'm like Claire, man, what are you doing? Come on, and she just pointed down at the floor, and the woman holding the camera was stood on the on the <laughs> back of a dress, and she couldn't move. So you didn't think to say I'll, no, because I didn't want to interrupt her because she was filming, so I wanted to wait until she filmed her piece. And then I was just kind of like, you know, when you, you, you're moving forward and you're not going anywhere because she was firmly on the dress. Yeah. Wasn't going anywhere. The camera was pointing at me at this point. So I'm like thinking, why is my friend not talking to me? <laughs> and, then, and then I had to tap the camera woman. Or even though the camera was pointing at my face, I had to tap the camera woman on the shoulder and go, you stood on me mate's dress, love. <laughs> She was mortified. She was. Oh, she was so lovely. She was like, thank you so much for letting me finish that as well. (laughs) I was like, I'm so sorry. I remember when I worked at Black & Decker and the boss there made me go and get um, dog food for his dog from the local um, pet shop because it was Bull's Pizzles. Bull's Pizzles? Yeah. So you had to go and ask for Bull's Pizzles? Yeah. Do you know what it is? No. It's the, the naughty bit of a bull. What? Bull's Pizzles. It's like a, a penis. What? That's what dogs eat. Pet see. shops. What? Yeah. 
My dog doesn't eat that. Thank God. <laughs> but yeah, have you never heard that? Bull's Pizzles? Oddly, no. Yeah. I've never so come I had to go and buy them, cause, and I didn't know what they were. I was there doing an engineering apprenticeship, so it was totally irrelevant going and to. how are they served up? At the, at the like in a shop? bag. Or chopped up, not in a big... I don't know. I didn't oh, look too closely, to be honest. Because no. then I googled what they were, and I was like... <gasps> Oh my it, god! Yeah, but that's quite a weird thing to get somebody yeah, to is. do, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. Can you go there? Quite... But I quite enjoyed it because meant, it meant I got to drive his like posh work car. <laughs> so I'd be like driving down cool. the road, blasting the music out, and I'd purposefully leave the music on really, really loud in the car. So when he started the car, it would be like boom, lots <laughs> of really love that. music. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You know oh, what? yeah, look at you with all your... Uh, Assumptions. Yeah. Maybe they were glad to get that job. What, doing the plans? Yeah, no, they said they were. Like oh, you're right. not listening. No. It doesn't sound like <laughs> it. I bet the tequila's clouding your... Um... It wasn't tequila, it was sambuca. It was both, actually. No, you had tequila as well. They ran out of sambuca, so you had tequila <laughs> as well. <laughs> you and do you know what? By the time I got to you with the lemon and salt, you'd already done the shot. <laughs> <laughs> sat through her interview with her legs crossed opposite a table behind which were five interviewers by the end of the interview she had a dead leg but didn't realize until she stood up and fell over (laughs) five faces peered over the desk and she said i'll have to stay here until the feeling comes back she said (laughs) 10 minutes of small talk later she was able to get up and leave the room (laughs) that is so funny did they bring the next person in? No, they couldn't, <laughs> could they? That happened to me on a date once. <gasps> Did it? Yes. So I sometimes sit, as I'm doing now, I suppose, I mean, I'm trying to get my back comfy, but I sit sometimes and I just kind of, I get comfy quite quickly. So I'd been in this bar and it was a really funky bar and I had my, I had like a leg tucked under. So, you know, when you kind of sit, I don't know, Jeff, you might not, but you, you, girls sometimes sit with their legs up and kind of, you still kind of hopefully look cool. 
So I'm sitting there, and then obviously the drinks were... <laughs> she doesn't mean, like, legs up behind her head or anything. She no, just means, like... obviously not. <laughs> Jeff is now trying to sit with his knee up. And so we get, we, it comes to leaving the bar and we get up, <laughs> we get up to walk away. And then he's standing there waiting for me to move. And I was like, oh my God, I've got, I've got such a dead leg. This is awful. And I was like, no, no, you go on, go on. You can, you can weave your way through the crowd type thing. <laughs> and I literally, like I was up and down, you know, when you're walking, I couldn't, I couldn't walk properly. So my other leg was dropping every time I tried to put it down. <laughs> And then I walked past this, oh, I remember this group of girls and they were so cool from the year, like a couple of years above us. And I was just like, oh God, this is so embarrassing. So I really tried to like style it out, but I, luckily I didn't have to lie down on the floor. Otherwise that would have been really weird in the bar and I would have been dumped pretty quickly. <laughs> if you'd have mean, if you'd have fallen over. I'd have had to make a scene. <laughs> so did he just leave you in the end? Because he, mm. he took so long to drag no, no, your legs No, I was cool about through. it. I, was cool. I made him go in front. I was clever. <laughs> I was cool about it. This is really common, though. So um, Caroline on Twitter said it happened to her friend as well. He got up at the end of the interview after crossing his legs and just fell over. Um, and <laughs> and Deborah had a similar thing to I you, Claire. It. She's like, that happened to me. When I stood up, my leg was dead. I had to walk down a flight of stairs in front of my interviewers, grabbing onto the handrail, making weird howling noises with every step. <laughs> That is so funny. I've got, I've got it. You would just be mortified. Of course you would. You'd be, but the thing is, I have a, I have a problem in that I would make something of this. I would talk everybody through what I was doing because I'm stupid like that. You know, when you kind of, you make a scene, you're embarrassed, but actually you make sure everyone in the room knows that you're embarrassed, but you have a bit crack about it. I wouldn't get hired on that reason. They'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ, we need to get here out. You know what I mean? Well, I think that shows, the way you handle it shows a lot about you, though, doesn't it? Because both of these people, actually all three of these people who've told us these stories got the job. There you go. It shows a bit of uh, personality. Yeah, exactly. Gary says, I once got cramp in the middle of an interview. Ooh. It was so bad, Ooh. I jumped up in pain, hopping around in a suit, clutching my calf. The two interviewers just sat their mouths open while I'm rubbing my calf. <laughs> Oh, you Can I just what ask? You do? I love this. Is this first? Is this first episode all about people who've had muscle cramps in an interview? <laughs> <laughs> How many categories have you got? There is so much pressure to be sociable now. I mean, we're not allowed to physically see each other because <laughs> of all the social distancing. But my God. Everyone's obsessed with having flaming Zooms or house parties or online bars or online quiz. I've had enough. I just want to sit in my pants on a Friday and have a glass of wine. So I worked at a global company's headquarters on Teesside. Yay, come on, son. I was at that, they hadn't written that. That was just me ad-libbing. <clears throat> I was asked to keep the IT specialist talking, he travelled up from London, until my male boss took his makeup and bask off. The boss had dressed up as a character from a Rocky Horror Show to present someone's retirement gift. <laughs> brilliant. That is brilliant. I like that boss. Yeah, can you imagine that though? Oh no, one of the big bosses from London's coming up. Quick, I'm in a bask. Get, Get it off. Yeah. I like that. I was in the interview, it was going well, and then my overnight bag started to vibrate and sounded really suspicious. 
It wasn't anything bad. It was just my electric toothbrush. But for some reason, I was so caught up in the interview. I didn't just say, ah, that's my electric toothbrush. I'll turn it off. I just carried on and ignored it, making it seem even more like it was a massive vibrator going (laughs) off in my bag. (laughs) At the end of the interview, the interviewer said, thanks for your time. We'll be in touch. But you've obviously got bigger things to be dealing with at the moment. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) That is so funny. You know what I, I, you know... What would you do? So I probably would have totally made reference to the fact that it was an electric toothbrush, but absolutely not a vibrator. So even if it wasn't in their minds, that's what I would say. No, Claire, I can guarantee that's not what you would do. Do you know <laughs> what, what you'd do? do? You'd say something to try and cover <laughs> it and then make it sound worse. You'd probably say, oh, look at that big vibration in my bag. And then, <laughs> do you remember when your time, you, we talked about this on one of the first podcasts, when you touched your boss's leg by accident, or you thought you had, and you said, what a big leg you've got. Yes, yeah, you're right, that's so what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, my beloved went for an interview for a teaching post at a leading independent school. She'd done the tour of the school, the example lesson, and had lunch with a few senior teachers. All was going well, despite having something of a troubled tum. It's just nerves, she thought. Oh, no. There was just the interview to go. And the four candidates were put in a comfortable lounge and one by one they went for their interview before being released back into the world. Finally, my wife was the last one in the room. The rumbling was getting worse and she thought that oh, if can she I, tried... Can I just stop? Can I just leave now? Because yeah. I don't want it. I, this is only going one <laughs> way. Just, um, and I, oh, oh honestly, you can't see me off camera. Oh, no. Honestly. I bet you can't guess the punchline, though. I bet you can't guess it. Go on, go on. Finally, my wife was the last one in the room. The rumbling was getting worse and she thought that if she just tried a little trump, <gasps> she would be more than comfortable. Big mistake. Oh, no. Full on shat in a panic she slithered and squelched oh, to no, the ladies to survey the damage it was a disaster and her drawers were beyond salvation so she cleaned herself up as best she could and threw the offending items out of the window Moments after she returned to the waiting room, she was called to interview. She wasn't on her best form because throughout she kept glancing out of the window to see her shitty pants had come to rest on the roof right outside the headmaster's office. Oh, God. I I have no words for this. (laughs) So she'd lobbed them out and then landed on the roof where she was doing the interview. And she could see them out of the window the whole time while she's doing the interview. <laughs> you know, Steph. I I couldn't. Steph, but for the grace of God, I could not have guessed that. I did not know where that was going, but that wasn't where it was going. Oh my did she god! Get the job? Did she get the job. She got the job. Did she get the job? Oh, no, but did she? I wouldn't. Take she declined it. on the grounds she could never set foot in the place again out of no. shame. Same that I could not go back. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, oh my god! That is so funny. But watching you laugh is even funnier. I don't get as irritated in the house, I have to be honest. Quite often at work, I get irritated by the littlest things and that's really not like me. So I'm just me at home. 
I'm, I'm a better version of myself. I'm, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, she's turning into a life coach, Jeff. It's like she, self-help bloody book, I know. isn't it? Look I'm at me. I'm the best me. version of myself. No, I am. I'm just a happier little chick. <gasps> just being a nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Something in my throat. It's not meant to make anyone feel sick. Hashtag be kind. <laughs> bloody hell, Claire, you know. Where's that? Pass the bin. No, <laughs> I know. have you been like in him? Why dust doesn't No, I'm just bloody happy. Honestly, my pleasure is sitting at the window watching those online delivery vans <laughs> drive by. It's like <laughs> every time I see one go by, I'm like, oh, I wish that was mine. The fr- we had a fruit delivery the other day from a local market, which was beautiful. I've never, ever, ever, ever wished for fruit so much in my life. Every mouthful was just pure delight. But I have to say, I love this. I'm sure I was made for home isolation. I bloody love it. I love working from home. I love being around everyone. I'm so happy. Apart from the lack of good food, I'm really happy. I'm not going to tell you what my wife's just done to try and distract me. Oh. What? She just stood outside in the garden. She's flashed, hasn't she? Yes. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. That's brilliant. <laughs> See, your backdrop's better than anyone else's. Steph's got a sleeping guy in a van. I've got nothing. And Jeff's got a flashing wife. Brilliant. <laughs> we all know who's in the better position here than Jeff, so stop your ranting. We though. do. You've got it good. Georgina said, and this is my favourite message of the episode. I, oh my God, I was killing myself laughing at this. Georgina said, I feel your pain. I have had my scrub bottoms fall down at work. Unfortunately, I was assisting in an operation at the time. And as trousers are not considered sterile, I could not pull them up again until after I had finished the case. No way. So... (laughs) No way. So there they are in theatre doing a series. Oh my God, Georgina. (laughs) Operation... (laughs) And her scrub trousers fell down, and there she is, just like <laughs> I don't know what she's wearing underneath. In her pants, <laughs> potentially oh, her pants. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> it's Wednesday afternoon gym class again. <laughs> but I love, like, you could get away with it, couldn't you, if you could quickly whip them up again? But the fact she couldn't. How awkward for her! Like, how can you concentrate when you know your pants are down your ankles? <laughs> and then she oh my says god, as well, the poor thing. She says she disguised it from the consultant, but all the theatre team were laughing. Can you imagine? You'd be like, <laughs> I would, I'd get the giggles. That'd be me gone. If someone was gone. stood there, uh, and especially because it's all like, pass me the scalpel. So serious. 10 more litres of oxygen, whatever. Um, this is all my... The whole Dr. Kill there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tachycard- the tachycardic, whatever that means. I've heard it on Casualty. Um, <laughs> and all this is going on. And literally, she still can't pull her trousers up. So she must oh have been on the other gosh. side of the table from the consultant. Yeah. Trying to duck down. To oh, could have been hours? <laughs> what did you do? How long were they in surgery? Well, it could have been hours, been, couldn't you it? You've got to find out. Could have been hours. Oh, could have been and hours? imagine if she had to go and fetch something, she'd have to shuffle <laughs> over. I think safety happened as well. She'd have to shuffle along. <laughs> I love the song. <laughs> shuffle there and shuffle back. <laughs> That's a really good comedy sketch. Go. Why don't casually do that? Wanna, you wouldn't want to distract the consultant either, would you? If he or she is doing a major operation. And then, nah. <laughs> and then you waddle off. 
<laughs> shuffle along and shuffle back. Oh my god! The poor chick, the poor thing. I wonder, where are you holding that scalpel? <laughs> I wonder. Oh I wonder as well under the patient. I can't believe they can't do that. Well, that's mad. Yes, they're out. But then, um, what about? <laughs> oh my god, I can't breathe. This is too funny, though, isn't it? Like, was the patient under general anaesthetic? Well, this is it. Oh, they're awake and they're like, what? Oh my god, what's going on here? Why are they just glancing down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you'd be terrified. Your pants are down, and you'd be like, "What's going on here?" Imagine oh if god. you came to in the middle of it. Well, a bunch of clowns are looking after me. <laughs> you think you were dead? That's mental. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, that I mean, Georgina. Thank you. That's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, that's just entertained me no end. That. So this is a person who said they've had loads of funny things happen to them in interviews. But the worst was when the guy doing the interviewing for a marketing job threw a pencil at me across the table in the middle of the questions. I guess now in hindsight, I was meant to do something cool or ignore it entirely. But I picked it up and threw it back at him. It hit him in the eye and he ended up swirling around on the floor telling me to get him wet tissues. I didn't get the job. <laughs> oh, my God. What made her fire it back? I suppose they were just looking for your reaction, weren't yeah. they? Like, how would you cope if someone just threw a pencil at you? It, obviously, this person interviewing think that, thinks that that's going to tell you a lot about whether they'd be good in marketing. I've got no idea. I think that's a brilliant what? response that just slightly went awry with the whole blinding <laughs> the fella. I don't know if that would be my first response. I don't think I'd fire it back at them. Presumably, he didn't throw it as a weapon. He just kind of threw it towards him and he didn't kind of throw it like a dart I suppose it's one of those that have to be there well. Many moons ago I worked as an operations director in a theatre and we were recruiting front of house staff formerly ushers This young lad turned up for the interview in his best suit his CV beautifully typed and he was fully prepped You could tell he'd rehearsed every possible answer with his parents and he'd been told to answer quickly, confidently and whatever was asked of him, he should nod, smile and say yes. He wanted this job, he beamed, he was confident and was enthusiastic to the point of bursting. Myself and the HR manager went through the job role and he nodded excitedly. In fact, I could have said he had to jump off the building to get the job and he would have agreed. So he wanted to make a good impression. I mean, I, I love him already, Aww. I'm like, oh. I know, I know. Towards the end of the interview and with lots of ticks to his name, I mentioned that the job didn't have set times. Sometimes he'd be required at nine in the morning when the theatre had a conference, sometimes two in the afternoon when there was a matinee. There would be evening work and weekends. Again, he smiled eagerly. (laughs) So I asked, (laughs) with all of this in mind, how flexible are you? And within a heartbeat, he replied, bursting with enthusiasm, (laughs) very, I can do a forward roll and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a handstand. <laughs> the room fell silent. <laughs> I've just got visions of him in the theatre. Of the stage to the Rolly Boys.
can't see now. I've got tears in my eyes. Oh, anyway, no. <laughs> the room fell silent. My HR manager started to get the giggles and tried to cover his mouth. I had to stop myself from spitting my coffee everywhere. <laughs> After a few... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After a few seconds, I said, I can't do it. This is like, you know, when you get the giggles when you're not meant to, when you're going to get in trouble. Uh. <laughs> right, sorry, this is probably boring for everyone listening. Right, after a few seconds, after a few seconds, I said, I know it's not even that funny the next bit, but it's just I've still got visions of him stood there doing that. Oh, honestly, the poor kid. After a few seconds, I said, (laughs) 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 I don't know, I'm going to get through this. You're going to have to tell me something sad. So I can picture something sad, so I won't laugh anymore. Our careers. After a few seconds... <laughs> shut up, I've got it. After a few seconds, I said, that's very flexible. <laughs> <laughs> After a few seconds, I said, that's very flexible. I can't really see it. <laughs> oh my God, why can't I stop laughing? <laughs> Don't look oh. at me. It's like, you know, when you're at school and you're not meant to laugh and then someone's shoulder goes and it sets you <laughs> off again. You can't have it. <clears throat> After a few seconds, I said, that's very flexible indeed, but can you work nights and weekends? <laughs> <laughs> can you actually? Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. The poor kid. <laughs> He went bright red, realising his error and said yes, his body <laughs> deflating like a balloon. He got the job and was a great employee and he even got the chance to do a forward roll at the Christmas party. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's <brilliant. laughs> The thing is, you can't wait for someone to have a wee because coming back to the very first podcast we ever did, I would have wee anxiety. I wouldn't be able to wee. So it, this could be 30 minutes of me just sat on the loo. Is everyone just going to sit there on the Zoom or their quiz or whatever it is waiting? Nah, because normally if someone's desperate, they're desperate to go. Well, do, do you know what happened to this woman as well? The woman who said, uh, I need a wee now. She said <laughs> she did accidentally answer a call once while saying the words, how the F do I decline this? Oh, oh. hello. <gasps> Lovely to see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> but for your wee anxiety, Steph, maybe the thing to do is paint a little nice background take it upstairs and start the meeting sitting on the toilet (laughs) and just put your background behind you. Nobody will ever know you're there. And then just cough. Until. Until the moment comes. Yeah, because then how do you wipe? Oh, please don't ever sit on the toilet. Everyone would see you wiping. Yeah, no. 
And then what happens if you forget and then you get up and everyone sees your muff? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've lost you. You're both like so disgusted at the thought of my muff. Have we froze, Jeff? <laughs> Internet <laughs> connection. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Death. Honestly, I've got no word for that. Uh, I'll, I'll move on, eh? So the consultant told me he'd write me a prescription for elastic stockings, which would help a great deal. He gave me a slip of paper and told me to go and get measured during my lunch break. I entered the appliance room, which was six foot by four. There was a small desk and a patient trolley and chair. Uh, They were the only furniture in it. And a very quiet young man welcomed me in. I sat on the trolley and the young man had his back to me and asked me to get undressed. I obliged and took off my tights and my skirt whilst huffing and puffing, because obviously she's eight months pregnant, and then sat in my knickers. You don't need my shirt off, do you? He turned round and I noticed his face was bright red. He replied, uh, no, 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 not at all. I just need your address. <laughs> he then produced... Oh, <laughs> I realised he'd asked me for my address. I'd misheard him and proceeded to undress. <laughs> that would be something I would do. <laughs> when i asked him why didn't you stop me he replied because it was hot in the room and i thought you were making yourself comfortable (laughs) i felt sorry for him as he was oh my god (laughs) it goes on i felt sorry for him as he was so embarrassed you'd be more i don't know how i'd cope if someone misheard me and took the clothes off <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, words soon got round the hospital and <laughs> people would oh, say no. some of the consultants used to say, ask Janet for her address and she takes her clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what happened to the poor fella. I That's mean it's brilliant. bad on both sides, isn't it? But I uh, I bet he never used the word address again. I bet he was so Ever specific. Again. What, Can I have the details of where you live, yes. please? What's the number on the door? Yeah. What's the street Change name? It up. <laughs> and please, if you could keep your tights on, that would be smashing. <laughs> but if you could just keep your clothes on. <laughs> but the thing is, from both sides, that's horrendous. Yes. So what do you do in that situation, Claire? You, this could easily happen to you. Oh, it could easily be me. What? And if you're pregnant, you know, you, I know this at the moment. You do like you are a little bit not fully with it do you know what I mean yeah and also you have to take your clothes off quite a lot when you're pregnant don't you for all the scans and everything I was just gonna say that you probably wouldn't even second guess it you'd probably be like oh here we go again yeah I mean another internal yeah and you do you you soon lose you soon lose your embarrassment when you're pregnant because you're just like well yeah you know that's it you do so you just probably think oh here we go yeah oh god but then that poor lad what do you do if you're him (laughs) well the one thing you definitely do not want to do in that situation if you're the fella is try and even things up and drop your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to end the uh, the podcast with yeah. another rendition, please, of uh, what was the Newcastle song? No, the nah, go no, on, wait, go no, on. I can't. Shall I do the email address in the, the tune of the Newcastle United song? That's very difficult because I keep forgetting the bloody email address, don't I? Not bad for a Monday at hotmail.com. Hey, Send us your stories. Hey. I can't. I, I, I kind of get it in the in You can try. In a, in a you can try. I don't think I can, Jay. There's no stu- there's, look in the dictionary. No such word as can't. <laughs>
N and an A. You say you have done it wrong. N and an O and a T and a B and an A and a D. Oh, you mean like that? But, yeah. What do you think she went? Go on. Ready? One, two, three. N, N and an O and a T and a B and an A and a D and an A and an O. Not bad for Oh, yeah. I was on a roll there. N and an O and a T and a B and an A. N and an O and an R. Anyway, I hate Newcastle. Right. You're not I can't sing this song like this. Anyway. I'm a borough girl. Not bad for Monday at hotmail.com. Thanks. Right, come on, should we have a drink? Let's go. Oh, God, please. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.